Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast 398. That was me. Uh, Lynn's here with Josh and Frodo, as evidenced by the background noise. Uh, Tony was out of town and the other boys like totally bailed on me. So Josh and I pulled a pretty sweet podcast just straight out of our butts. Yeah. For you, the listeners, because we love you so much. Extra long. Extra long. Podcast right out of our butts. Ah, yep. (laughs) Sexy. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I reviewed a couple different comics, gotten into the Superman reveal. This week, uh, wasn't going to review X-Force, and then totally did a full review of X-Force. Covered uh, Red Mother, number one, from Boom. I listened and made noises at points. So it didn't sound like I was sad and alone, which right. I appreciate. Ladies, that's what you need in a partner. <laughs> <laughs> so sit back, relax, grab a drink, maybe find a friend so you're also not sad and alone. And enjoy Drunk Eye Comics podcast episode 398. We have a schedule to keep. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I think that's as good as it's going to get. Yeah. Yeah. That is the standard for this podcast is as good as it's going to get. <laughs> Episode name. <laughs> if we ha- set the expectations too high mm-hmm. for this podcast, everyone would just be chronically disappointed. <laughs> exactly. Chronically disappointed. We'd be like... <clears throat> The catfish of podcasts, where people are expecting a great thing and then just all the time just get, they expect a hot badge and instead get stinky dick. Stinky dick. It's the worst kind of dick. It is. It is the worst kind of dick. And like, especially if you're expecting hot badge. Right. So. Yeah. You know. I I would say, yeah. (laughs) I mean, cold badge is pretty bad too. (laughs) I mean, vaginas are never cold. Unless. They're dead. Yeah. That's gross. This podcast has turned into something else already. <laughs> <laughs> or unless it's like a doll. Ooh, you know. That's also gross. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. If I had a dick, I'd put it in a sex doll. Yeah, until yeah. you realize, oh, this is just a simulation for... Actual for vagina. Ne- ne- <laughs> no, for... Ne- necrophilia. Necrophilia. Oh. Yeah. I, I almost yeah. said necronomicon <laughs> Necromancy. Necromancy. They're not, it's not necromancy if they're undead. Right. <laughs> or it's not necrophilia if they're undead. It is necromancy yeah. if they're undead. Because <laughs> that's the whole point of a necromancer, is to make right. the dead undead. Right, to have sex with them. Probably. Is that the thing? I'm sure that's how it started. Yeah. Right? If necromancy were real. I just can't. This this was incels back during the Middle Ages. I can't get the 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 peasant wenches, so I'll just bring wait till, the dead back to life. Wait till they're dead, and then bring them back to yeah. life. And it was like a whole weekend at Bernie's scheme. You're right, right. They were just dragging it along with them, making their mouths move. Necromancy is basically just string management. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's large scale puppetry. Oh, I mean that puppetry. But now I'm impressed. Yeah. And I don't want to be impressed by that. No. So no. We're gonna move on. <laughs> uh, um. So it's the Lindsay and Josh show today. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's Lindsay and, and Josh, Josh here. Uh, Tony is off doing something that he thinks is more important, but is not. Uh, Charles has car issues and needed to postpone, but I could not. And Anthony had to be at the airport very mysteriously. Didn't say why. Just messaged me and said, I have to be at the airport. All right, (laughs) (laughs) buddy. Okay, I hope everything's all right. Never seeing him again. (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but I hope it's for a fun reason. Yeah. Oh, maybe he had to pick somebody up, I guess. I think he said he had a... Unexpectedly. Yeah. Yeah. He had a relative out of town, maybe. Didn't know when the flight was... Ca- I, you know what? I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> so, we're gonna <clears throat> just shove this mediocre-ass podcast right in your fucking ear holes, because we got a schedule to keep for something very exciting that's happening later this year. If you or look is at the number, if you well, it could be, I don't know, I un, undetermined. If you look at the number of this podcast and just think a little bit, you probably can figure out what the thing we need to keep on schedules for. But I'm not going to say it out loud. We're counting down, right? That's how the episode count goes. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. So just now we just started. Yeah. So this is 398. Yeah. Last one was 397. So the next one is also 397. <laughs> not to confuse anybody. We just didn't want to get to 400. No. We didn't want to be that podcast. Right. Yeah. So now we're going backwards. <laughs> yes. We're going to count down to one. Yeah. And then start off. That sounds terrible. I don't want to be doing this in my 50s. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. <laughs> yeah. I got a good solid couple years left, maybe. <laughs> this is my retirement announcement. Right. In a couple of years. In a couple of years. Yes. <laughs> um, anywho. Uh, Josh is very unprepared for this. He was not expecting to have to podcast with me today. So he's just here so I don't sound sad and alone, basically. Right. Right. Which is really <laughs> most of our life. It's true. He's <laughs> mostly here so I don't, I'm not sad and alone. Yeah. Uh, FYI, I'm very seldom sad when I'm alone. I'm an amazing person to be around. <laughs> yeah. <so>. We're nerds. <laughs> nerds are always okay with being alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. We entertain ourselves. Yeah. So I guess I will be doing a couple comic book reviews and then talking about the news and Josh can just weigh in whenever he feels like a sort of situation going on here. Yep. 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 Just sounding board. Sounding board, which is his job in his daily life as well. Mm-hmm. To be by sounding board. Um, so this week I read Superman number 18, which was a big deal. The Superman 18. Yeah. It was a big deal issue because Superman, this is, is Superman beca- revealed. Yeah. So Superman is supposed to drop the news on the general public that he's Clark Kent. Oh. And that is what happens in this comic. Yeah. He drops the news that he's, I and mean, we all knew it was coming, so this is not really a spoiler because they announced this months ago. So. Because comic books aren't surprises anymore. No. 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 I feel like, wasn't, wasn't the uh, Captain America is... Actually, a Hydra agent wasn't that a surprise? I feel um, like that one they didn't drop they didn't drop hints for it, but maybe they did. 
Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's the context of this? Like, I remember when Spider-Man revealed yeah. his identity. It he's was around him. Civil... Yeah, he's done it before. Yeah. But, like, the one I remember uh, right. was, was, like, around Civil War, I think mm-hmm. it was, and... and, and he revealed his the, identity because for the he accords. went legit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then it got retconned. Well, it didn't, right. it didn't get retconned. It, they literally did a story that involved retconning in the story yeah. in his life. So, like, right. things got rewound or something. I don't know what it yeah. was. Yeah. Because Mary Jane was in trouble or something. So, so yeah, what is it for Superman? Well, like, what's Superman making him... has always been the symbol for truth, justice, in the American way. So now it's truth, transparency in Well, the how can way? it be truth if you're always hiding your identity? Right. right? Yeah. So he's championing... Championing... Yeah, you got it. Championing truth. Uh-huh. Championing truth. <laughs> just Championizing sounds, truth. It just sounds weird yeah. coming out of my mouth. Um, but yet, hiding behind this very elaborate lie for like his entire life. Okay. So I think, I and this is where me not reading the issues before this mm-hmm. kind of is going to fail this review a little bit because I don't know what led up to this decision. Okay. He talks, he refers to things happening in his life that made him think about this particular thing Mm -hmm. and why he should be revealing this to the world. I don't, I don't know what those are. Right. So my bad. Uh, I read this one because I mean, it's a big one. It's a big one. Right. Right. So he does this whole press conference where nobody knows why they've been called there. Perry just announces a press conference. All these people show up. They're all out there in the audience like, maybe Perry's getting fired. Maybe it's Lois Lane. She's always been a hot mess. Yeah. Like also- maybe Perry's <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> all kind of supposing like why they're being called to the press maybe conference. Maybe Perry is Superman. <laughs> maybe. Um, but then it flashes back to to Superman telling the people in his life that he needed to tell before he did this press conference. So they have Mm. a whole page with panels of him telling Perry that he's Superman. And, you know, it gets very emotional. I'm I'm just picturing he's, like, telling people, like, Perry that he's Superman and Perry's like, I don't believe you. And so he just takes off his glasses and he's like... (gasps) No, he does. He opens his shirt up and shows him the Superman... Out, like they have that because it was like a word it was like a wordless thing right it just yeah. shows him coming into the office and like opening up his shirt Flashing showing everybody. him his tits basically yeah. and um Perry gets up and hugs him which mm. as an employer I would kind of be upset because like his journalism integrity goes out the window right he's been yeah. reporting on himself for fucking years right it's not very impartial <laughs> no not very truthful <laughs> I, which I guess is why he's doing this. Yes, yes. It's for his journalism career. <laughs> he <laughs> Superman says... wants to be a better journalist. <laughs> he doesn't want to be part of the giant, massive media of lies. Yeah, or, fake know. news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It also shows him uh, telling Jimmy. And he picks Jimmy up and like takes him up to the top of the building and tells Jimmy that he's Superman. Yeah. And Jimmy's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. 
and he puts the glasses on and he's like, Superman's like, no, I'm, I'm Clark Kent. And Jimmy's like, I just see Superman with glasses on. Yeah. And like, he gets really funny about it. And then he's like, Lois told you, didn't she? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So it was fun, really, because that led to a really cute thing where he, Superman and Lois are talking. He's like, I wanted to tell Jimmy my secret. (laughs) It was... She stole his thunder. He got a little whiny about it. It was cute. Um, But my favorite part of this, my favorite panel in this is apparently, and this must be something that happened previously, obviously, they've created this United Planets organization, kind of like the United Nations, where all the representations from all the different planets come together for meetings and stuff like that to Mm -hmm. make decisions about the universe. And Adam's not Adam Strange. Savage? No. No, it was... <laughs> Wait, no. Adam That's... Strange is a, is, a, is a Marvel. Adam... <laughs> oh, no, it is Levine? Adam Strange. I'm thinking of Adam Warlock. <laughs> oh, Too many okay. Adams. Adam Strange. It is Adam Strange. I should never second-guess myself. No. Um, Adam... I'll just edit out you second-guessing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, Adam Strange shows up and they're talking, and... Their entire conversation doesn't necessarily make complete sense to me because they are referring back to things that had happened previously. Okay. So I would, I guess I would have to say if you are really interested in getting the fullest from this book, maybe go back and read the older ones, mm-hmm. 1 through 17, unlike me, because then you can actually probably get a little better comprehensive story out of this. <clears throat> but you don't have to, if you don't want to. Right. Um, but... Uh, so they're having this whole conversation, and Superman tells him that he's going to tell the world that he's Clark Kent, and uh, or basically he, they that he has this secret he wants to tell, and he goes, Adam, you know I have a secret identity, don't you? And he goes, are you Batman? <laughs> are you Batman? Is it Batman? Is it Batman? Are you also Batman? And I was like, oh my god, that... Would be amazing. And I don't know if that's ever been done in the comic book or not, but I would love to see, like, not not Kal-El becoming Batman. I literally want to see Superman be Superman and also Batman. Yeah. (laughs) And then I want to see him do Batman versus Superman. Where he's just beating up himself. Yes. A whole whole fight club office scene moment going on. Right. The whole time, this whole, throughout all of DC history, yep, it's actually just been one person the whole time. <laughs> and everybody's just Which like, Batman, he's just a genius. Right. Batman would have to be like the Brad Pitt character, right? The Tyler Durden. The Tyler Durden? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, he would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. And Superman would have to be the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I, kind of, Durden I kind of feel like, because in Fight Club, it's kind of like, Tyler Durden is whoever is is who Edward Norton's the narrator's mm-hmm. character is who he always wanted to be right and I kind of feel like that's true for the dynamic of Batman and Superman where Batman's always who Superman wanted to be and maybe yeah, vice versa a little bit too, a little bit maybe a little vice versa but I kind of feel like it's more so Superman kind kind of wants to, wishes he could be Batman cuz he's dark and brooding or a little bit more free to do whatever you know cuz he doesn't have cuz he doesn't have the responsibility of the powers you know so it kind of frees him up to be like he, he still doesn't kill 
or anything like that, but it can freeze him up to like right. break a leg. But you know? but true. But Batman has also placed on himself arbitrarily this mm. burden of being the police officer for all these people with powers. Yeah. So it's yeah. almost worse because he doesn't feel burdened by his powers. He feel he feels burdened by everyone else's powers. Right. Because he In feels like because he doesn't have powers. Yeah. He has to make sure that he can. Be the, He's the check, the check to for these humanity. very godly sort of yeah. people. Yeah. So I don't know. But I don't know. I think I think Superman would kind of. I get the feeling he envies that freedom that Batman has in dealing with criminals. Right. You he know? wants to just be able to. I don't think Superman can just break a bone. He'd probably snap the leg off. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <clears throat> anyway. So, they they hold this press conference. Superman makes his announcement that he's been Clark Kent. Uh, they show they have this great panel, and it must it's it must be a two two page spread. And I'm reading it digitally, so it looks like one giant thing. But it it probably was two pages in the comic book where it's got um, him giving his little speech and the speech bubbles around the page. But it, it has a bunch of panels of, like, people reacting to the news. So it's mm. got, like... Like, as the, he's saying it. Yeah, so yeah. it's got, like, the Justice League and every... There's, like, people cheering except for Wonder Woman. She looks really pissed. Mm. Although she knew. It's not like she didn't know. Yeah. That he, you know, it's got Supergirl sitting on a building, like, cheering. She's probably pissed because she's, like... He didn't tell her he was going to be telling everybody. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's always been a weird dynamic between them. Yeah. Sexual. Some tension there. Tension, yeah. Um, so that, that that's cool to see the reactions. Most people seem pleased by it. But then you get to uh, Lex. So they mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. what I can only assume he's building the next Legion of Doom. They haven't really named it that yet. But he has, Lex has been bringing these villains together to make basically the Legion of Doom. Yeah. And they... They're all sitting around the table, basically, watching it. And uh, Lex just looks... It's hard to say if he looks pissed. I don't think Lex knew mm-hmm. that Superman was Clark Kent. I would be surprised if he did, but I also would not be surprised if he did. Because it's Lex Luthor. Right, He's, yeah. I mean, he knows... I feel like everything, but the 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 way the panel and I showed you this earlier, the look on his face, mm-hmm. like I can't tell if that's. I feel like, like it's determination. Yeah. Like now he knows the identity, right? And he's gonna go after that side of him. The identity. Yeah. Like a smear like, campaign. I don't know what's going on, like as, with where they are right now in the story, as far as like our. Is Martha alive? Is Jonathan um, there? Jonathan Kent? Like, yeah. The dad? No, I think he died a while Because they, they, I know for times they've they've had him yeah. alive. But, um, well, he's, I mean, he's married to Lois, right? Superman is. Yeah. So and everyone knows and that, though. Yeah. So it's not, and that was the other reason, is he had a conversation, when he was talking to Adam Strange, mm-hmm. um, he's like, I just, I've gotten to the point in my life where, like, I don't necessarily need a secret identity anymore. I, when I first became Clark Kent, it was because 
I wanted to be a, I mean, even though he grew up with humans yeah. and was raised basically as a human, he grew up in a small town. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's lived in a small town knows once you move to the city, it you feel like an alien because it's completely different vibe. Yeah. People have completely different outlooks on life and attitudes. Mm-hmm. So him being an, an alien alien on top of that, he became Clark Kent so he could interact with people more and like right. to have a life. Well and to, to like and to get, be grounded. Get get to know how to be a normal yeah. everyday human. Right. Um and then he kept it because he didn't want to put his family in danger and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But as time went on, you know, everyone knew Lois was connected to Superman. Everyone knows Lois and Superman have a kid together. Mm. So then it became this whole, like, well, now he can be with Lois and his son in public as Superman, but he can't just walk down the street, normal clothes, and hang Mm. out with his family. So it almost becomes more burdensome to have the secret identity than to not. Uh, And I thought that was really interesting, the the idea of that just not being a necessary thing anymore because you don't need who are you protecting plus Lois I'm in reading the book they they did a Lois Lane story recently she had her own comic she mm-hmm. just doesn't need anybody's help I mean she never really has because she's always been kind of a badass but yeah she's yeah. like oh, I wouldn't fuck with that lady yeah <laughs> <laughs> no right yeah. <laughs> So it would be interesting to see what Lex is going to do with this information. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it's just, what does it change? Right. You know, yeah. other than everyone knows is will he still will Clark still go as Clark Cat? Will that will he is that people are going to call him that still? Is he people going to start calling him Cal? He just starts going into yeah. the Daily Planet in hey, full Superman, su- right. Superman like, costume, like, yeah. sitting down at a typewriter because. <laughs> He's still using a typewriter. <laughs> he's a he's, he's a human laser printer. He can yeah. just print it with his that's, eyes. That's right? what he starts doing. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts working as the printing press. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know what this changes. I don't know mm. if it changes anything. I mean, it has to, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't have to change anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah, he might be just abandoning the uh, alter ego entirely and yeah. just deciding this is me. Yeah, and I'm Superman, and right. sorry, I'm an illegal immigrant. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> these are forged documents that I have. Oh, maybe that's what's gonna happen, right? Yeah, maybe Lex will go. I think, although I feel like they've tried that. <laughs> They're gonna try before. to deport him to Krypton's <laughs> smoldering <laughs> remains. I think that. Um... They had to have dealt with that already, right? I feel like like the United States of America would have been like, you're a citizen. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We're all very grateful for all the lives that (laughs) you save daily. We're not going to send you back to space. Right, right. Or piss you you off. You still have to pay taxes, though. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. But that's the thing. They couldn't really make him a citizen at any point. Because then they would have to know what his alter ego was. You well, know? no, they could make Superman. Superman is yeah. yeah. And yeah. that doesn't mean so. So did he have to file? Did Superman have to file Superman, income taxes? <laughs> you know, I I want to say like that, that. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but that is the one thing that they never get into, rightfully so, because it's yeah. very boring. But like, unless you're an accountant, the, exactly. <laughs> the financial situations of these uh, 
characters. It's like they all they have jobs. Yeah. He's filing, so he Batman, has to be filing. Batman is the only one they really dig into right. because he's a millionaire. Yeah, and, right. You know, but Clark, Clark is. I mean, I, where did his parents get his social security number from? Yeah. I mean, they just found him, right? right. So he didn't have a social security number. Mm-hmm. So they had to have gotten it from somewhere because you can't do anything without a social security number. Right. Yeah. And so he and he's been working, so he has to have been filing taxes. So he has literally been defrauding the government for decades. Right. Now. Well, I'm sure Clark Kent has been filing taxes just with a fake identity. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. So it's not like Clark Kent is not a real person. But it's not like it's not like he's doing tax avoidance or anything. No, yeah, he's He's actually paying his taxes. Uh, Clark (laughs) Clark Kent is not a real person. Has he been voting under Clark Kent's name? That's a good question. Clark Kent again, not a real person. Right. Yeah. Kal-el is the real person. Superman Mm -hmm. is the real person. Clark Kent is the fake person. Right. Whereas, so Superman can vote. (laughs) Right. But but Clark Kent couldn't. Exactly. (laughs) Um. You know, because there's the, you have the two sets of heroes, right? You have mm-hmm. the people who ha- were people and then became heroes, right? So you're like the Flash. He got his powers, but he was a normal person before he got his powers. Mm-hmm. So he has his normal "I was born here" identity. But then you have like Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and you have Superman, and you have the Martian Manhunter. None of these people are humans, right? Well, Wonder Woman's a human, but she's from an Amazonian, a, yeah. An island that nobody else can see, and <laughs> yeah. so like you know, are that is she voting? Right. Is she paying yeah. taxes? Is mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter paying taxes? Like, what are all these people doing? We've gotten very off topic. Yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be like in real life, there would be those sort of repercussions. Like mm-hmm. if I came out and said, you know, yeah, I've been living as I'm Lindsay Superman. Sheer forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually, I'm this super girl person yeah. uh, who's from another planet. And everyone would be like, well, all right, but okay. Thanks for saving lives and all, but the important yeah. thing is... Well, you, but you have to uphold those were laws. You, were you committing voter fraud? <laughs> you, you have to uphold those laws, yeah, though, right? it's right. Yeah, right? totally. But they're never going to get into that. And, no. But... Those are the things I could see Lex doing, though. Right. Yeah, totally. He could be, go after him politically for, for shit like that. Because yeah. he's, he's, he'll find any angle he can. Yeah. Right? Because people are going to... This is going to be something that he is applauded for, Superman. Right. For coming he's going to be like, Superman has super votes. <laughs> His votes count hundreds of times more than anybody else's. <laughs> uh, so, we'll see. I I... I I don't usually read Superman, and I probably won't necessarily keep with this ongoing, but I may read the next couple just to kind of see how things turn out in the immediate. My guess is in the immediate, they're going to deal with this for a little bit and then completely forget it ever happened. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of becomes like a thing, right? Yeah, his identity is out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a big deal anymore. So Right. It's just a new dynamic yeah. for the for the universe. Yep, yeah. exactly. I mean, Superman's been nobody, dead you before. Don't, you don't need so, Clark Kent. Yeah, like that character is not important anymore. That, right. That's why he came out and basically gave him up because yeah. Clark Kent is not necessary or important anymore. Yeah, I like Clark Kent. Like I always have liked the that he's a reporter that he um, that he has. He is mild-mannered yeah. and everything, and I like that he, 
when my favorite time when they they do Superman stories, whether it's in movies or it's in the comic books, it's when Lois Lane has no idea that he's actually Superman. She has this attraction to Superman. But no attraction to Clark Kent at all. No, not necessarily, but, like, maybe there's something there, whatever. You know, um, but that's always my favorite dynamic, where he's playing the nerdy Mm -hmm. Clark Kent and everything, Mm -hmm. because I just like that that's, like, Kill Bill says it best. Quentin Tarantino in Kill Bill says it best. It's not actually him speaking. Nonetheless. He wrote it. (laughs) He wrote it. Yeah. Where he talks about that, Clark Kent is how... Superman sees humanity, you know? Oh, it's his perspective of humanity. He thinks we're weak. He, yeah, he was, like, Bill in there was making the point that uh, that we he sees us as weak, he puts on glasses and everything, but um, I, I think Clark Kent is a very good character. Like, he's a very good person. Mm-hmm. He is a very idealistic... He's a big liar. Kind of in in reality, but he's a very idealistic idea <laughs> he's of a phony. Yeah, he's but he's a very idealistic idea of what a good person looks like. Right, you know. Right. And I like that about about the character. But that being said, all these things. How is nobody ever away. like? Why is this crazy ass? nerdy person like mm. one of the buffest people i know i know yeah like nobody was like oh, clark Kent stacked yeah what the hell's going on there right he's so bumbling yeah. how does he not kill himself with weights <laughs> <laughs> how is a dumbbell not just falling, falling on, on his him. dumb face right <laughs> <laughs> Why is that not something people have talked about? What a nerd. <laughs> um, okay, so I also read X-Force number three, and I'm not going to review it, really, um, other than to say that uh, Xavier's back. We all knew he was coming back. That was the plan the whole time. Um but I think that the outcome of the humans infiltrating Krakoa and using Dom, they like, I don't know, you were not there for this review, but in, so do you know what's going on in the X-Men? Have you been listening to the podcast? You can answer honestly, because I know the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, I have not been listening to the podcast, no. And I, I, I... Really, I haven't told you about what's going on in this, right? If you have... You weren't listening. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now you have to. Yeah. Um, or just tune out, whatever. Make noises every once in a while. I can do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to explain this to you. So just so very briefly, Xavier has created this mutant state on okay. Krakoa, which mm-hmm. is also a mutant. The island itself is a mutant. Of course. Um, so the mutant state exists on Krakoa. Krakoa allows it to exist there. Um, it came about through a long process. Madeline Pryor. Not Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor Richard is the Pryor. queen of Jean Grey. <laughs> no. Moira McTaggart. Oh, okay. Too many M names. Uh, turns out to be a mutant who can... She Every, she re, every time she's reborn, she dies... She's reborn, has all her previous memories. Oh, so, right, right, right. I remember you telling yeah. me about that. Yeah. So through her, they kind of have come to the. She end. can alter time timelines, sort of. Oh wait. 
No, she exists fully in the timeline, but she can remember what happened in her last lifetimes. Right. So okay. she uses that information to try and avoid the mistakes of what happened in the past to right. get to this end goal of mutants being the dominant species, basically. Okay. Um, so at the point that they're at right now is so far the best case scenario for this happening. Um, and so Xavier created this mutant state on Krakoa. They, and they have these flowers on Krakoa that they've offered to the humans because they get do things for the humans, cure diseases, add years to the end of your life, help with mental disorders, that sort of thing. In return the for getting these flowers and this medicine from the mutant state, then all these other countries are supposed to recognize the mutant state as a state. Okay. Um, but, and you can only get on to Krakoa either... Th- it's an island that exists, so you can mm. get there from like a plane or the water, yeah, or through gates, which are created on Krakoa, and only mutants like stargates. Yeah, kind of, and yeah. only mutants can go through the gates, and the only way humans can go through the gates is if they're with a mutant and if Krakoa allows it. Right. Okay. So in the in the first X Force, yeah, because this is number three, in the first X Force. That these human, this human group had kidnapped basically Domino. Okay. Whom you know from the Deadpool movie. Deadpool 2. Her yeah. mutant power is luck. Okay. Which is a very yeah. weird power, but it is a thing. It's not cinematic at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, but it is. Yeah. Um, and they they basically flay her. They okay. like peel the skin off of her body. That's not very lucky. No. No. They well, they put a uh, well, power dampener, things. dampener on yeah. her. Um, and well, that's not very lucky. <laughs> you know, she <laughs> something something happened there. Yeah. She um. So they they peeled off some of her skin, and they're creating these. He, I am reviewing this book. He, <laughs> <laughs> this is just turned into an actual review. <laughs> he, we have time to kill. Yeah. Um, he the there this group is creating these creating these humans these soldiers basically um they they have things like uh swords built into their bones and like their bones are filled with like detonation material and stuff like that they're literally just like living weapons all to combat the mutants okay and they're 100% scientifically generated. So they're not taking people and turning them into these, like in a Weapon X sort of way. Mm-hmm. They're growing them. And they took Domino's skin and sewed it onto them because Krakoa and Black Tom, Cassidy, which is a very, still a very unfortunate mutant name, um, can, like, can, he connects with Krakoa and they can sense people coming to the island and they can tell whether they're mutants or not. But because they had Domino's skin mm-hmm. and her DNA on them, it totally fucked with like their sensors, their mental sensors. Their sensors. And that's how they got on the island, and that's how they killed Xavier. Okay. Long story short. Short story long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've made enough noises, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, mm-hmm. good. You're doing good. Um, but... The results of this, of Xavier dying and then being resurrected, as was the plan, any mutant who dies can be resurrected. It was always iffy with Xavier, right? Because he's supposed to be the 
basically the download point for all their memories. Mm -hmm. So if he's the download point and he dies... He's their cloud. He is their cloud. (laughs) But if he downloads their memories, does he download his own memories somewhere to be saved? Mm -hmm. You know, how far, how long since he died did they download? Like, was there any important information missing? Was it instant? Like... Did he know he was going to die? So he. I deal with this every time I get a new iPhone. <laughs> I, know. I know. Did he back up his, his mind before he died? Yeah. yeah. Uh, did he save all the numbers so he didn't have to yeah. re enter them all? Um, but one of the. So the, to run this mutant state, they've created a council, and the council created rules, and one of the rules is kill no man, mm. right? Because they. Women are fine. Kill no human. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. They don't. Unless it's completely necessary sort mm. of thing. But because they don't want to be seen as like a violent state, right? Okay. They don't they don't want to be seen as taking their powers and using them to control humans, even though that's pretty much what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that this has changed that idea. And it sounds like from his kind of last statements in the book... That Xavier's ready to... Kill all humans. Kill all humans. Yeah. Not not kill all humans, but like he's ready for a war, I think. Is Magneto still around? Oh, yeah. So... He's like the right-hand man. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're running this shit together. I was going to say, it would be interesting if Magneto ends up trying to stop him. I don't... That will not happen. No. No. I don't even think Jean will stop him. Mm. I think Jean's... Because she was... Not pleased when he died. Yeah. And she worked very hard to bring him back. Um, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. What happens. That's hmm. good. I've been liking liking these a lot. Um, there's too many still. There's too like, many books? Yeah. yeah there's yeah. like six of them. I really wish that they... You have they... to read all of them in order no, to... No, I don't think so. They've done a pretty okay job with not having to read all of them. There are some, I think, that are necessary. X-Force, the actual X-Men run, perhaps the Marauders. I haven't been continuing on with the New Mutants because they're in space right now, and I don't mm. care. You don't care about space? About them in space. Oh. They, what they're doing has like zero effect about what's happening in the main storyline right now, except that they took Cypher, and he was supposed to be the... He's in the New Mutants. They didn't take him. He went with them. Um, he's supposed to be like the dude that is the voice for Krakoa. Like he's mm. supposed to. They're like one basically because he's cipher. He can decipher any language. Right. Like he has the power of language, including the Krakoan language. So he's supposed to be like the intermediary between Krakoa and the rest of the mutants, and he's gone. So that complicates things a little bit. Anyway. I like these books. Jonathan Hickman is a great writer and should be commended for being the mastermind behind all of this, this sort of refreshing reboot of the X-Men because it is definitely different yeah. than things that they've done in the past. So we'll do see you, where it ends up. Do you get the feeling, I don't know if you guys have ever talked about this on the podcast because I listen to every episode, but... I don't actually listen. Um, <laughs> no, the uh, gotta get them numbers, yo. Now, because now that um, Disney owns Marvel, 
yeah. or, or owns Fox. Marvel. Now that they own Fox, yeah, yeah. the the film rights to the X Men and mm-hmm. everything. Um, I I know that for a while there they were really downplaying X Men properties in comic books mm-hmm. because they weren't making money off the movies. Really, yeah. so I wonder if that they're was amping a conspiracy it. theory. Yeah, but still, <laughs> I mean, they killed off Wolverine, you know. Yeah, and so in the that. comic books, yeah. I mean, that was for money. Yeah, but also, I don't know. It could. Yeah. So maybe it is all just a conspiracy. I was wondering though if they're doing like this whole breathing new life into it. If it seems like they're breathing new life into it now, because suddenly. They have more opportunities mm. for these properties to extend beyond, yeah, cr- the comic books and stuff like that. So maybe, that, you know, maybe they're trying to line up test field test, you know, ideas for future films. Sure, you know, maybe I feel like if Disney is going to get into the business of the X Men, mm-hmm. which they have to, they're going to have to, yeah, at some point. If they're going to, the question becomes, do they do classic mm-hmm. favorite properties or do they do new stuff? Because mm-hmm. this would be really interesting to see done cinematically, this whole yeah. storyline that they have going on. But is it too new to bring people in <laughs> to the movies? Yeah. Frodo wants to be a part of the podcast. No kitty. We don't have a mic for you. Oh, he's sniffing at the other mics. I want to do this too. (laughs) Plug me in. Um, but the old the old stories the the ones that everyone assumed would be the movies the ones Mm -hmm. that Fox actually did the movies for right when they Apocalypse and and Days of Future Past and Dark Phoenix they did them badly and do Mm -hmm. we want to see Disney try to redo them. Yeah, I would imagine eventually, but we don't need to see them immediately. They, they tried could. to do the Dark Phoenix twice, and they fucked yeah. it up both times. Yeah, like I do. I don't. Disney would do a better job. I would hope so. I really think they would. But they, um, I have high hopes for that. High I, hopes. I literally have high hopes for it just for your sake, because I really liked the X Men movies that have come out already. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm the just one kidding. thing I hate about I'm, you. I'm just oh. kidding. The, you know, the first, I like the first one. The first one was all right, and the second yeah. one was is was not bad either. Right. Um, and then they did the third one. And Patrick then they, Stewart is just such a great Professor X. He is. He is. James McAvoy, especially bald James McAvoy, yeah. is a little off-putting. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like the comic or the cartoon. Yes. Version of of Xavier, but. But that's about yeah. it. That's yeah. where it kind of ends. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. All off comics. Yes. I have, well, I have one more. And this is going to be, I'm going to just do booze in a book right now. Because why switch gears and then switch gears back? Yeah. Um, so I read a book I cannot find right now. Oh. The Red Mother from Boom Studios. Red Mother number one. Um, it's a body horror comic, which, depending on the artist, I can either find really disgusting or enjoy greatly. Mm-hmm. So far, so good on this one. Let me ask you this. Sure. I've heard the term body horror multiple yeah. times. What's the opposite of that? Um, 
body love. No. <laughs> well, body horror differentiates itself from regular horror. It's what we also refer in- to very lovingly in yeah. the film community as gore porn. Okay, so instead of like monsters. Right. Okay. It's gross. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's violent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So instead of getting the fear from, you know, ghosts and mm. ideas and things like that, it's very much a... Torture. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but it's about this girl, Daisy, and one day she's walking home from a date with her boyfriend, and they're walking by this park, and something grabs him, pulls him into this gate. And before he gets pulled in, he's like peeking into it and he goes, mother? And then disappears. Okay. And then she runs after him. He's like being dragged off by something and uh, something attacks her and she basically loses an eye. So she wakes up, she's in the hospital. Her boyfriend's gone. She doesn't have an eye. Lost her eye. Um, And it... This book doesn't get too much into what the story's going to be about yet. I think it's just kind of setting up what happened to her to kind of move forward. So, because she goes through this trauma, they are investigating why her boyfriend is lost. And they keep using the word, like, lost. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, something took him. Mm-hmm. He was stolen. He's not lost. He didn't wander off into the park and can't find his way back. And also, I lost my eye. Right. <laughs> so that that's really interesting because they focus on that when she's in the hospital. The police officers mm. keep referring to him as lost. Mm. And they also are inferring that maybe he attacked her mm-hmm. and she doesn't remember it. And that's how she lost her eye. And that's why he's missing because he attacked her and then disappeared. Mm. So they're going down that route. Yeah. And she's like... And it's not like she attacked him, killed him, and hit him somewhere, and in the kerfuffle, lost her From the pages in the book, which seem to be very clear, yeah. but it could also be forced perspective, right? Yeah. If, we're, if she's remembering it that way, mm-hmm. then by all means, yes. Yeah. You just never know with these comic books they okay. could go one way or the fuck another but current knowledge mm-hmm. is that he got snatched by something and it also attacked her and that's how she lost her eye um so you know she's dealing with that dealing with having she got a new eye put in but it's like one of those fake eyes you know glass eye yeah so but I had a question after reading this book, and I don't know that you'll know the answer to this. I probably will. We're not fake eye, like we don't have a lot of knowledge about fake eyes. I think I do. Do you? Have, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. So she gets she gets the eye put in, mm-hmm. and it's it's painted very well, like it looks real. Mm-hmm. But even she, in a comic book, even in a comic book, it matches her other eye. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it moves. Okay, yeah. Do, do fake eyes move? I think they can, yeah. They can? Yeah, okay. I think it's how it's built that um, it can react to the muscles, muscles, muscles okay. in the eye, eye socket, I believe. But yeah, I, okay. I do think, I don't think, as I far know, as like, I'm aware, they I know, like, back in the day they didn't. Right, right. But, and I don't think they move as much or as well as, like, a real eye would, right. but, you know. Okay. Yeah. Because they, they would show her, like, looking... 
left and like looking mm-hmm. right and the both eyes would look left and look right and look yeah. down and I'm like because I know too like one thing that's interesting with fake eyes um, that I've just have happened to see in I don't know where specifically <laughs> just throughout life of watching TV or something like that but most fake eyes I think these days aren't even like perfectly round no this was yeah. flat on one side yeah yeah, yeah. so and I think that it must... has something to do okay. with that yeah that makes sense interesting mm-hmm. All right, you did know. You yeah. did know the maybe. I don't know. I, I, that could have been I, bullshit. It totally. You said it very convincingly. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> most of my life. <laughs> so the comic book actually starts with this like four panel page mm-hmm. where it just shows it's all red. They use a lot of red in this book. It's yep. called Red Mother, um, but it's like this skeleton. I don't know. It's. It looks like he's being dusted. It looks like, um, you probably never watched this show. Maybe you did. Uh, Frisky Dingo. Nope. You never watched that show? No. I, I think the, are you talking about the villain from Frisky Dingo? Yeah. The, like the main guy. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. The. I never watched it, but I think I know what you're talking about. It does kind of look like him. Yeah, it does. But also that he's disintegrating, but it doesn't look like he's actually disintegrating. I don't know. If it's such a weird smile it's, that he yeah, has. Yeah, it's a weird, it's so. So it is, Thanos, with that. is Thanos in this universe? No. <laughs> it starts with that, and then it moves into the beginning of Daisy's story. Okay. Boyfriend, attack, hospital, friend try to reconcile her with her, you know, make her feel better. Basically going through the whole motions of what would happen if you experienced trauma and lost your boyfriend, like your best friend would come over and try to make you feel better, that sort Mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, So you, after she gets the eye, the replacement, uh, she starts seeing things in red. But it's not all the time. Like, she'll get this pain Mm -hmm. in her head, and then she'll open her eyes, and everything will be red. Mm-hmm. And then shake it off and it'll go away. And then a few pages later it'll happen again, but more intensely and it'll last longer sort of thing. At the very end of this book, she's out walking down the street and it happens. And she has this intense brain pain Yeah, and opens her eyes and everything's red. People walking towards her is all red, except there's this creature... That kind of maybe looks like this mm-hmm. picture I just showed you of the skeleton-looking frisky dingo thing. Yeah. Uh, except that is black. So everything's red, except this... Like a silhouette? Nope. Okay. It's literally like it's the only thing that's not red. Oh, Everything okay. else is tinted red. This okay. is like full-on like black and white okay. sort of thing. And it, it looks... It's very reminiscent of like... I saw it and it made me think of the Babadook. It doesn't really look like the Babadook. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the hat or the hair or anything like that. But it has that same fucking smile. Okay, that really yeah. big, creepy. Yeah. And it, it being black and white, like very like mm-hmm. menacing looking sort of thing. Walking towards her. Yeah. And that's where the book ends. <laughs> I will say this, just from what you showed me there. Really cool art. Oh, yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. Let's give credit to the artist for that. Yeah. Let's me find... Because, you know, Boom Studio is very good about doing uh, independent, owner-created stuff. So this was written by Jeremy Hahn. Also created by Jeremy Hahn. I don't know what those two things... 
needed to be separate. Uh, illustrated by Danny Luckert. Lettered by Ed Dukeshire, which, I mean, his name I know because I feel like Ed, he, uh, he does just letters of, everything. He does a lot of letters. He just letters everything. I think yeah. he literally, like, there's one person, maybe, who other person who letters, but most of the time it's, it's Ed. For all of Boom yeah. Studios. It is, I do, the art in this is really nice because the, I feel like the, the characters and the people are very defined mm-hmm. and the backgrounds are a little less, almost mm-hmm. like cell drawing, you know, when cell people, shading. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it helps you kind of focus your eye a little bit on what's going on, mm-hmm. especially when you get into the, the stuff where like he's being taken in the woods and, and everything's in red. You know, mm-hmm. things need to be better defined if they're all going to be in one color sort of thing. Um, but I feel like I have to find a picture of this thing at the end for you to see so you can weigh in on my my Babadook feeling. Uh, but while I'm finding that, I will say that the booze that I have to go with this book is called the Bourbon and Blood Cocktail. It's like a Manhattan which is bourbon or whiskey. Um, bourbon is a type of whiskey. Mm-hmm. But a whiskey slash bourbon, whatever, whatever fucking kind of whiskey you want to use. And um, you just put some pig's blood in it. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> so a Manhattan is whiskey and bitters and vermouth. Right. Usually with a cherry in it. Mm. Uh, this is basically a Manhattan, but you also put in blood orange liqueur in it, which gives mm. it kind of a red tint. Mm-hmm. And... Citrusy. Yeah. And looks... Sweet, not because it's got so, bourbon it's in it, but it's and not bitters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they say these are usually garnished with orange peels, but I would say sticking with this theme of this book, leave the marshino cherry in it because it's oh, yeah. very eyebally. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, but anyway, let me go back to. Plopping, oh yeah, here's plopping the olive in there. Here's the. <laughs> oh yeah, this that totally she sees. looks like it's just got new. this giant like. There's something about those giant teethy smiles yeah. that are like the thing of nightmares. Yeah. It's, and it's lipless, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it shows, it's kind of, so when she sees it, it's kind of doing like the same disintegration sort of looking thing mm-hmm. that we saw at the beginning, but it's clearly more formed. Right. So it has yeah. been, re, whatever it is. Like it's, it's reconstituting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that disintegration effect that they've mm-hmm. used on it just makes it more terrifying looking. Yeah. It's a really nice og there. <laughs> just a shout out again to the letterer. <laughs> it explodes out of... There's actually a word bubble there. Yeah. And it explodes out of it. That's ingenious. That's how you know it's intense. Yeah. And she wakes up from the this, this thing. She doesn't wake up, but mm-hmm. like she snaps out of it. Eye is bleeding. Fake eye socket, I guess, would be bleeding because the eye itself can't bleed because it's not real. Yeah. But. No, the new ones do that. Oh, they bleed. (laughs) Yeah. It's very, like, scientific. It's useful. Yeah. So it was good. Um, I, so far, it has not grossed me out to the point where I don't want to read it. Right. Because there have been some books that are body horror where I'm like, "Um, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to see the inside of somebody's body for the 800th time. I know right. what intestines look like. Yeah. It's gross. Uh, so far, just an eye. <laughs> so far, just an eye has been lost. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if this thing is the mother. 
the Red Mother, Red Mother. I don't mm. know. I don't know. I don't know anything because this book is brand Does new. Does not look very matronly. No, it looks like a man. Yeah. And men are terrifying. Right. As we know. <laughs> Nobody wants to read The Red Father. That's true. What if this just ends up being a book about periods? Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a euphemism for... Do a lot of women lose their eye because of a period? You know, you know weirder things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> have they? <laughs> no. <laughs> They have not. All right. So those are all the comic-y comics for this week. A little tiny little itty-bitty bit of news. And I did not turn off the sound to my laptop before recording this. So Copyright that, infringement. That was my bad. <laughs> um, it's the end of the year, so there wasn't a ton of exciting or explosive or news. Um, lots of top 10 lists of the year and because it's also the end of the decade also a lot of like these are the best unread comics of the decade and these are the best comic book movies of the decade and weeding through that is very tiresome yeah (laughs) so the couple interesting things i did find was one pringles is coming out with pickle rick chips Oh, I know. Shit. I know. It made me very excited it's, when I saw it. I'm not a huge fan of dill pickle chips. Like, yeah. they're all right. Yeah. But it's, it is kind of even like eating just dill Which seasoning. Which really is, I mean, I, I don't know. You haven't finished talking about it, but it seems like that's probably all this is. It's dill pickle chips. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, With, yeah. with a pickle rick on, yeah. the, on the front. So yeah. It's, yeah. The, the, the can, because Pringles yeah. come in the can that you can get your hands stuck The tennis in. ball can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You never realized that? No. It's totally a tennis Do, ball. Can you fit tennis balls in them? Or are I'm, they sure, I'm sure you can. I but feel like, like they're too small for that. But tennis, I ball, tennis ball cans it. used to literally be like the, exact, yeah. the that exact I wonder, can. I wonder if the people who made Pringles just set up shop in an old tennis ball factory. You are like far from the first person to have thought of this. <laughs> oh, I know. Sure. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is everybody else. Um, but the so the can is green and mm-hmm. it's got like the pickle rick face on it. Yep. Um, it's just I mean, everybody loved pickle rick. Everybody does. He was in one. There's so many great episodes of Rick mm-hmm. and Morty, but people were obsessed yeah. with Pickle Rick. Well, they teased that early, too, because they teased that at, like, a Comic-Con or something mm. like that. And so everybody was just waiting for that episode to come out and everything. And then, and so it's it's great knowing that and re-watching the episode, because I've rewatched that show, like, 50 times. Yeah. And because and, he makes such a big deal out of, like, like, when there's finally the reveal, and he's like, I'm Pickle Rick! And it's like... <laughs> We're doing that episode. <laughs> we know you were all waiting for this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, everybody loves that. It was such a great show. It still is a great show. It's no, that still... episode. Oh yeah, that yeah. episode is such a great. Yeah. And, yeah. So there isn't a date in which these are coming out. Should um, be by Christmas. That would be a great Christmas so, gift, right? Great stocking. Stuffer. I would agree. Um, they're going to be for a limited time only, obviously. Mm. So, when you see them, get them. Yeah. We're going to get some um, and eat them. Yeah. Because we don't eat, we don't keep food unopened. And we don't just eat one Pringle. Right. No, uh, all the Pringles in the can. When we pop, well, we don't stop. It's, I mean, 
they're one serving, right? That's yeah, one can is one, one serving. serving. That's why we need two right. to get two yeah. of these. That's why we have bodies for podcasting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> the other thing I saw that made me very excited and probably not something most people would get excited about, knowing how most people feel about this subject. Um, there's the behind-the-scenes footage that has come out for Star Wars. Like, mm. not leaked. Like, literally, they released some behind-the-scenes footage. And it's behind-the-scenes footage... For, for this upcoming... Well, it's... Yes, for the yeah. upcoming movie, Rise of, Sky, Rise of Skywalker. Um, but it's behind-the-scenes footage for, like, all the movies. So mm-hmm. they'll... They have behind-the-scenes footage from the first three movies and just kind of all cobbled together, right? They show, like, Princess... Carrie Fisher, they mm-hmm. show her behind the scenes in the first ones, and then they showed her behind the scenes in these newer ones. They show her sitting with Warwick Davis, who, when he was 12, played Wicket. I did not, I don't think I knew that it was when he was 12. Oh, yeah, he was very young when he wow. played Wicket. Okay. Um, and then they show a picture of Warwick Davis looking not 12, also mm-hmm. in a Wicket costume. Yeah. Which to me means. The, the Ewoks are going to be in the next Star Wars movie, which makes me very excited because I love the Ewoks probably more than I should. Yeah. Um, so and many. who doesn't? So many people hate the Ewoks. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I guess, like, I don't know. I don't know why. They're, they're adorable, cannibalistic. Not cannibalistic. They're not they don't, can- they I know. Humans. I was thinking the same they're thing. They're not cannibalistic. Yeah. But carnivorous. Yes. Yes. They eat, they'll yeah. eat people. Yeah. Uh, but they're so cute. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand why everyone's problem with them are, but whatever. Anyway, makes sense because yeah. the, they, you know, Palpatine, they've teased that. They show the Death Star having crashed, which was over. Or it's the Joker. You don't know which. <laughs> which is over Endor when it crashed. So, you know, it would make sense that if they're on Endor, one of the moons of Endor, that there's mm. going to be Ewoks there. Ugh. But how awesome would that be? I'm yeah. just so excited um, for this movie. I People, I don't, I don't know what the big deal about the last movie was. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, I didn't get all up in my butt about it like most people did. Mm. So many people hated it. They thought the writing was bad. Just, you know what? It's a fucking Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like, the exact things that people said that they hated about that movie are the exact same things that people hated about Empire. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, they, they're, they're following the mm-hmm. plan, right? Right, yeah. They're mirroring the original movies mm-hmm. with the plot. But anyway, I'm very excited. I hope that Ewoks show up. Yeah. I hope that Baby Yoda shows up in the movie because yeah. Yeah. Mandalorian takes place five years after... That would be interesting. The I hadn't thought of that. original trilogy and... The new movies take place like 20 years after that or something. I can't yeah. remember. So that would make Baby Yoda like 70. Mm-hmm. He's probably still a baby, yeah. right? Plus. I, just a quick side note. Uh, I heard a joke recently that I really liked okay. about Baby Yoda. Yeah. That his first word is probably going to come immediately after his ah, second word. Yes. And yeah. that made me giggle. Yeah. Was... Too much. Yeah. <laughs> I hope his first word comes soon. Like, I yeah. would love to hear his little his cute little voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really <laughs> gravelly and low. <laughs> Sound like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Yeah. Hi-ho. 
Um, in in one of the recent episodes of The Mandalorian, not this most recent one, which was six, but the one before that, five. Yep, when they're uh, on the on Tatooine, and he connects with that younger bounty hunter, and they go after. um, Oh yeah, that that was the the one with Amy Sedaris. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I loved. Um, they go after the, that lady. I can't remember the character's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the very end of that, they show somebody finding her body in the desert and like crouching over her, but they don't oh, show that's you. Right. And there's like a cape involved. Mm-hmm. So the theory is that that's Boba Fett, even though John Favreau has straight up been like Boba Fett is not in this show. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, no, no, that's totally going to be Boba Fett. So if they bring him back, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh. I have heard that the way they're releasing these is that they did two episodes the first week it came out, and then they've been doing one a week, and then I think next week there's going to be two as well. Okay. And that's supposed to play into something's going to happen in this show that leads, that is effect is felt in the movie. Right. So, because, you know, there's a time difference, so Mm -hmm. it's not going to be a direct... But something will yes. be set up in Mandalorian and that, pay off yes. in, in yes. the Which I enjoy. Skywalker. I love yeah. those sort of tie-in things. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. Because you know, you know the Star Wars universe better than I do. Although I do consider myself a, a pretty decent Star Wars fan. Um, at the end of Solo, uh, there's the... I think it was a post credit scene. They had... Um, uh, what's his name? Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Yeah. yeah, show up. And they've never paid that off yet. No. So, and... Although... So, I kind of want... Was, I was thinking... He was maybe, in Clone Wars. Yeah, but not since... Not since that movie, Solo, right. came out. Right. Which makes me think that they're going to bring him back into the universe in Somehow. this new... You know, so that's why I was kind of... When I saw that shadowy figure mm-hmm. over her. Mm. I was like, I wonder if it would be Did Darth Maul. Do you remember? I guess you could he, just put on a cape. Time, people change yeah. over time. Yeah. You know, he's been, he's been around for a while. Yeah. He might have been like, you know what? I want a cape. Capes, capes yeah. are kind of cool. Yeah. You know. Lando cape. rocks a cape. Lando rocks a cape. Vader had a cape. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Capes, there's the unfortunate, it's unfortunate attire. Can be. Some people can pull it off. <laughs> Batman had a cape. That's probably what he's thinking. Yeah. You know? mm. But I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for this yeah. movie. Every time I watch the trailer for it, I cry because I'm a big baby and it doesn't take a lot to make me cry. No. About things. Especially, like, you guys should see me read comic books. It's a mess. Yeah. I'm laughing and then I'm crying. Speaking of trailers that make you cry, I don't know if you guys talked about... I can't remember if this came out since last week or not, but the... Wonder Woman trailer? Um, so it had not, the trailer had not come out yet. Yeah. The teaser for the trailer had come out. Okay. Because that's what Hollywood does now. Right. They tease Trailers. the trailer. Yeah. Which is a weird thing. Just mm-hmm. fucking drop the trailer. You right. don't need to build up a trailer. Right. Just put it out, and if it's good, people will watch it. Right. It's the internet. Yeah. You don't need to give them advanced warning of a trailer coming out. Right. Um, it looks good. Yeah. It I love really cool. I love the eighties aesthetic, the power mm-hmm. suits, uh, the eighties perms. Yeah, everyone's got going on, and like the eighties music, mm-hmm. they, it it kind of gave that vibe of even though 
Thor Ragnarok wasn't like an '80s movie or anything like that. It kind of had that yeah. vibe sure. of of like the classic rock music and yep. stuff like that. So it kind of, yeah, I kind of dug that too. Right. The nostalgia feel. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. I'm excited about Max Lord being mm-hmm. into it, mm-hmm. and Josh and I. I forced Josh to listen to a whole whole speech I gave about Wonder Woman's ties to Max Lord and yeah. the. And I remember every and, uh, word. Of I won't it. go into it at all, but you know, it's good. Um, they didn't show. They showed Kate McKinnon. Yeah. They didn't show Electric Kate McKinnon Cheetah. as or, Cheetah. Oh, Cheetah. Just Cheetah. It's Cheetah. <laughs> Electric <laughs> Cheetah is the name of a soup place. It's a restaurant. It's a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. it's a restaurant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of her uh, gold? Her gold outfit. Wonder I was Woman. I've never seen that before, yeah. like in the comics or anything. But you were like, "Oh my god, she's doing the gold outfit!" And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting yeah. because it's like it looks like a suit of armor, right? Which is different for her. It's flashy, yeah. So no, I think it'll be cool. Like the you know the biggest thing that I took out of it that you took out of it too, I think was. Riding lightning. Oh yes, that was fucking cool. That was really cool. She used the lasso of truth to basically grab some lightning and yeah. swing which, through the lightning, which is not recommended for most people. Yeah. It's not the lasso also truth how is physics not, work. Yeah, the lasso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we also had this epic discussion about her flying versus her jumping. Yeah, I could have sworn. I absolutely could have sworn. That she had the ability to fly at some point in comic books, like not too long ago at least. But Lindsay's saying that I, you know what, I don't read Wonder Woman. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So maybe so, but I feel yeah. like that's not really been a thing. Yeah, you were thinking though that she has the ability to jump. She can jump in the movies. She does yeah. jump very high and, and far. Sworn She's got in, the Hulk jump. And I could have sworn in the movies too. Recently, she was able, to, like in the Justice League. Mm. Um, like my my thought was in Justice League and Batman versus Superman. She had the ability to fly. I have not watched those recently since the theater. But um, <laughs> I could have sworn she had the ability to fly. She might have just been jumping, but I thought it would be interesting if she did have the ability to fly, if she hasn't learned how to do it yet. And it was something that... Um, so right now she's using the lasso to, yeah. to harness the lightning and fl- ride the lightning, and then maybe she gets the invisible jet at some point and stuff, but then eventually she learns how to fly. But anyway... It says, so I googled this, just so that we can be journalistic truth here at Drunk yeah. on Comics. Right. Um, Better well, than Clark Kent. Right? Wonder Woman has never flied in the DCEU movies. Oh, really? But it is possible for a future film. So maybe in this new one she will. Okay. And... She does fly in the comic book. She does? Yeah. Okay. No, she hasn't always. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. It was uh, post-Crisis on Infinite Earths in 1985. Her origin was rebooted and she could fly. Oh, that long ago? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a since like since the new millennium yeah. type of thing. It's probably gone back and forth right. would be my guess. Yeah. It's just a weird thing. Like, why can she fly? Yeah. I mean, why can Superman? But I also think that's when they added the fact because before she was created by the Amazonians, mm-hmm. right? Because 
they don't age there and they're not immortal, but immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all women. So they don't have children. Right. So Wonder Woman was created from clay and given life by Zeus. Mm-hmm. For the Amazonians. And that's how babies are made. Well, and but in when her origin was rebooted, she wasn't created out of clay and then given life by Zeus. And it ends up she's the daughter of one of the gods. Mm. Which is, I think, where this whole thing comes from. The movie. Where the movie. And why she can fly. Right. So. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, that was a great trailer. That was really the slide she does across the floor in this yeah. one part. Oh, it looks like, like oh, it's so really badass. Good. I'm very excited. And about they're it. shopping malls. <laughs> <laughs> it is very prevalent in that trailer for some reason, but because uh, it's it, the '80s, I know that was like malls are huge it in was the '80s. Huge mall. Nobody had ever seen a store that just went on and on. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm, I'm, I was feeling like there was another big trailer that dropped. But I had it just a minute ago. Yeah. We we talked about, um, last week we talked about the Ryan Reynolds oh, yes. movie. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, probably that's old news. Was. Yeah. That's old news. Yeah. Um, the So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, been around since speaking of the 80s, mm. created in the 80s, um, by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird in... The actually did they were know, created the you, year you were born. Did you know that they used to be a comic book? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Black and white comic book. Yeah, back the, in eighty four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are the yeah. same age as you. Yeah. They were born the same year you were. Yep. Twenty five. <laughs> I said it was nineteen eighty four. Our yeah. listeners can do math. Uh. <laughs> don't don't disparage. No, I was saying I was I was like, damn it, they can do math. <laughs> Um, in 2009, Laird, who arguably is the lesser known half of that duo, because I feel like everyone knows who Kevin Eastman is. Very rarely do you hear people drop the name Peter Laird. Um, he sold his rights to Viacom in 2009, but he maintained the rights to publish the black and white Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic books through his own studio. Which is why when you read the comic books now from uh, IDW, they're all in color. Because Mm. only Peter Laird has the rights to do the black and white comics. Hmm. Which he does very infrequently. Every once in a while, one will come out. Not very often. Uh, So those probably aren't necessarily the same universe even. Right. Really. Like they do their own thing. Yeah, I think Peter Laird is still going off the original run Mm -hmm. from then. So he's literally only on... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 32. Okay. And that came out in 2014. Right. So, very infrequent. Yeah. Not a not a series that has a yearly or monthly or... It's just when he has something to say. When he, when he feels like putting one out. Yeah. Um, Kevin Eastman has been working on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles since Viacom sold their publishing rights to IDW. Mm -hmm. One of the comic book publishers very often do those sort of franchises, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They do Ghostbusters, Transformers, all of those sort of comic books. Um, And Kevin's been involved since those started coming out, which has been for a while now. Um, Recently, uh, those two, Peter and Kevin, have decided to 
come back together to write a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story. Cool. I know, it's very exciting. So this, is still, this isn't going to be the one that comes through Laird's publisher. This is going to be an IDW Color comic. book, but it, it's going to have those two together working on oh, it. Oh, nice. I know. I think it's very exciting. Obviously, there was something about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that really, like... Drew Re- people in, resonated. With yeah, people, yeah, and was one of the one of the com- independent comic book creations that really like m- opened the door for independent comic book creations. Yeah, completely new properties. Right. Yeah, the, no ties to the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. No, although or DC. Although, yeah, it has Kevin. I, I believe they've teased in the past that this. Because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles takes place in New York. Yeah. And so did Daredevil. The same stuff that made Daredevil blind is what leaked into the sewers. Oh. And transformed the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. So they've kind of like teased that Mm. in the past that those two things are connected. Right. Um, They're not actually. In, In reality... Those two franchises, legally speaking, are not connected. Right. But in Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird's minds, mm-hmm. they like just a little bit is. of an homage to that. Right. Um. So I just, I just thought that I like, you know, I mean, creative masters coming mm-hmm. together. If you're a fan of to make again TMNT, who isn't? Yeah. In some sort of iteration, right? Everyone loves Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I don't read the books, but I love the Michael Bay movies. Oh, <laughs> really know how to ruin a conversation. I don't think I even saw those. <laughs> you did. We watched one of them together. I did don't we? remember which one it I was. Don't remember. Are you sure yeah. that was with me? Oh, maybe not. That that would make a good Thanksgiving episode sometime. Of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. One of those, yeah, that you haven't seen. I yeah. I got uh, one little piece of news. It's not really comic book related, but let's be honest. We're all fans of Keanu Reeves. Yeah. The, uh, they uh, announced, I don't know if this is going to stick or if this was like a mistake. I'd be really surprised if this just happened to be a mistake that they made. But they're doing, they're, they announced the release dates for Matrix 4 and John Wick 4. Both for the same day. Yeah. And it's going to be, um, it's either March or May, I can't remember off the top of my head, March or May uh, 21 of 2021. And so people are all saying it's the unofficial Keanu Reeves day. Oh, you know? yeah. So, uh, and, you know, Keanu Reeves is in both of those films, mm-hmm. obviously. So that'll be interesting because it's just going to be Keanu Reeves versus Keanu Reeves that weekend. Is it though? Because I feel like those audiences are the same. I know. So it'll be interesting. Like it's I bet not there's. Like, a, I don't think they're going to choose. I think they'll see both. I know that'll be interesting. It'll be a lot of double features. I, bet. I hope if yeah. theaters are smart and they decide to stick with them releasing on the same yeah. day, which I mean, there's there's pros and cons to doing that. Mm-hmm. The pros is that it's Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I mean, right. it's just, people are going to go see him. Yeah. It makes it an event. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves weekend. And it's a better event than having like them play all the Star Wars movies right. over the course of 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is too much. Yeah. Star Wars. I and love People Star Wars. smell weird afterwards. Too much. Yeah. Popcorn farts and stuff. <laughs> Popcorn farts. It's just too much time in a movie theater <laughs> with other people. Yeah. Um, but the cons to that is 
it, they could cannibalize each other, mm-hmm. right? Because movies are expensive to go see. Mm-hmm. Sign up for one of those handy dandy subscription programs. You can get three free movies a week. Yep. Yeah. Use two of them, but we're not affiliated with any of those programs. So, of your choosing. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I personally could care less about John Wick. Oh, yeah. Personally, I know that you enjoy it. I do. My child enjoys it mm-hmm. greatly. Mm-hmm. I'm more excited to see the new Matrix more than anything. I And love... I didn't even really like the last, the, I liked yeah. the first Matrix movie, and then mm-hmm. the rest of them kind of went downhill for me. Yeah. So. I, I got in deep into Matrix yeah. lore. Yeah. You played like, the Matrix online game. I did. I yeah. loved that game. Until, yeah. I think it was Sony that bought it, and they completely ruined it. Yeah. I think we've but, talked about this yeah, on the podcast probably, before. Probably. <laughs> I know there are others out there who feel my pain. Yes. That, but if no, you would I, like to talk to Josh about yeah. Matrix Online, email drunkoncomics <laughs> no. at gmail.com. Email, email Neo the one, number two, <laughs> at gmail. <laughs> His secret Matrix yeah. email. I yeah. know that was a thing. Um, so they have come out with the... Uh, working title for the Batman movie. Mm. The, the next Batman movie in which Robert Pattinson is playing Batman. Oh, that's right. I always forget about that. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I have, I am dubious. You're dubious. Yes. About Robert Pattinson being Batman? Existing. Uh, Robert Pat, Pattinson existing. existing at all. Okay. Anyway. We were dubious about Heath Ledger being the Joker. Oh, yeah. 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 I was more dubious about when they were floating uh, Vince Vaughn playing the Joker. Right. Yes. Because yeah. as proven by Daredevil, he was the perfect... Oh, no. I'm thinking of Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, yeah. Vince yeah. Vaughn. It's Vince Vaughn shouldn't be in the Marvel Universe no. at all. The, um, or but DC. Affleck, I was like, perfect. Yeah. Perfect, dude. He's so moody. Yeah. You know, in real yeah. life. He is. And I think... So, so is they, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. As proven by Twilight. I guess. Super moody. Is Batman going to sparkle? No. Is that the name of the movie? No. Batman no. Sparkles? No. <laughs> so this is... this Originally, everyone thought this was going to be a year one mm-hmm. movie. Mm. It is not. That's it is a younger Batman, yeah. but it is an established Batman. Mm. So it's not origin story. Right. Um, but the working title for this is Vengeance. Oh, Batman Vengeance? The Batman. Because it's the Batman. It's mm. not Batman. Okay. The Batman. Mm-hmm. Vengeance. Colon Vengeance. Vengeance. Yes. And that's okay. just the working title, so obviously that could change. Yeah. Um, I, it's, Catwoman is cast in it. That's going to be played by Zoe Kravitz. The Riddler is going to be in it. That's going to be played by Paul Dano. And the Penguin is going to be in it. And this is rumored, because it hasn't been confirmed yet, but the Penguin is potentially going to be played by Colin Farrell. Peter Sarsgaard has also been cast. Wait, Colin Farrell? Like, like, Like the bullseye? Bullseye, yeah. Yeah. Really? As the Penguin. Um, Although Peter Sarsgaard has been cast in the movie, too, and it has not been announced what he... Is going to be I'm trying playing. to remember which one Peter Skarsgård is. Peter Sarsgaard, not Skarsgaard. Mm. Peter Sarsgaard. When you, if you see a picture of him, you'll know okay. exactly who he is. He okay. kind of looks like a an off. This is gonna be sound terrible. An off-brand Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. Like if you look at him, you're like, are you? No, you're not Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. But I almost thought you were. Okay. That's Peter Sarsgaard. <laughs> okay. 
Um, yeah, Paul Dano as Riddler, mm-hmm. that's fucking perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. I like Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I guess. I'm kind of like, do we really need Catwoman? Yes. Another iteration again? Yeah. Do we need another iteration of Batman? What the yes. fuck's the difference? <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking, like, yeah, I, I guess there's not a lot of powerful women in the no. universe. There's not. No, and most of them are villains. Yeah. Yeah. And she's the only one that kind of rides the line. Yeah. I guess they could do Batwoman or Batgirl or right. something like that. But Yeah. But you know what? Those characters show. are just offshoots of Batman. Yeah. And that pisses me off a little bit. Right. Catwoman is her own thing. That's fair. And don't get me wrong. I'm all for Batwoman. I'm all yeah. for Batgirl. They're yeah. their own individual people, but they're literally offshoots of Batman. Yeah. They're derivative. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Batwoman became Batwoman because Batman was kind of like MIA for a minute. Right. So. That's fair. So, I, I, I would also really like to see a Robin at some point. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping that they were going to do the girl Robin. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would love that. Yeah. That I would, would be love that. pretty cool. So, we'll see. I mean, it is, young, it is a younger Batman. Mm-hmm. So, there is a chance because I feel like introducing a Robin into Ben Affleck's Batman would have been weird because he was older mm-hmm. like he was uh, and there was a well whole into story. his career there's yeah. a whole story going on there about what happened to robin and stuff. right um which i'm really disappointed we're not we're gonna see play out now yeah Did, have, have they given any news as to like are they just rebooting the universe basically no the cinematic universe no because no? they're still going with wonder woman there's a Aquaman second sequel that's so, supposed to be coming out. So in this will be in the same universe yeah. as Wonder Woman and Batman has completely changed. So, I mean, this is a, basically it would be a prequel. Is that what they're doing? Because it is okay. a younger version of Batman. Okay. But it also may be an Elseworld tale mm. where this doesn't exist in Kinda the like same. Kind of like Joker. Yeah. The movie Joker. Yeah. Because yeah. this one is supposed to be very, like, noir-y. Right. Which is a word I just made up. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I have a lot of thoughts on it. Yeah. We can get into that. And, and we, we've already gone long on the podcast. Yeah. So. We thought we were going to get a hot 45 minutes out of this. Yeah. No, no, no. We, we like to talk to each other. That's true. Um, the, which is perfect, though, because we're going into holiday season and people often take time off and you oh, need yeah. some extra stuff to listen to and everything so there you go this is our gift our gift josh and i's gift to you the listeners yes is the sultry dulcet tones of our voice yeah for an extra amount of time yeah with no tony right i mean that's the biggest gift of all (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i have one final little tidbit of news silent hill the video game did Mm -hmm. you ever play that Fucking love those games. Uh, I've seen creepy. people play it. I don't think I ever played it myself. You can now be the proud owner of the Silent Hill domain name because really? Konami has let it go, wow. which tells me they're not planning on making any more Silent Hill games anytime in the near future. Mm. But it can you can now be the proud owner of it for a mere ten thousand dollars. And it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Ten thousand dollars. Wow. Nine thousand eight hundred and thirty-five dollars to be exact. Wow. Weird, arbitrary mm. number. Uh, yeah, so there you go. If you think maybe there's a possibility Silent Hill will become a thing in the future, maybe make the investment and go snatch it up if somebody hasn't already, but the internet is full of vultures, so it's probably gone before this podcast comes out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rich vultures. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's all I got. Josh, you got nothing else to add, right? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we have a very important milestone coming up soon uh, that we're very excited about. So keep an eye out for that. And stay thirsty for next week's episode in which the boys return. Maybe. I think they're all fired. Yeah. Definitely I fired, fired them all. Just Josh Just and Lindsay show from now on. And Frodo. And Frodo. Who is a cat, by the way, in case anybody <laughs> was unaware of what was going on with that. Yeah. So. See you next week, I guess. Stay thirsty for... Water. <laughs> <laughs>